everybody, Shannon from LineStar here with a special guest today, Dr. Chow, the pro football doc is in the house. Doctor's in the house and you correctly predicted the under yesterday in the <laughs> hot dog eating contest with Joey Chestnut, which uh, I, was, I was impressed by. Tell us, first of all, before we get into all of our football talk and, and fantasy football talk, you got to talk me through the uh, the analysis of Joey Chestnut's hot dog eating. Uh, I know. It's 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 a strange thing. What, what, what are we doing here? I mean, honestly, uh, my son, who's nine, doesn't get up, like to wake up early, except unless he has a baseball game. But he woke up early for this hot dog eating contest. He's excited about it. It's kind of a little... <laughs> July 4th, little oh, funny yeah. tradition. And um, no, I just saw some things. Look, no, I have not worked Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest <laughs> as a medical person. But there were just some medical facts involved in competitive eating. Look, Shannon, we talked about Big E and his WWE neck injury where he almost lost his life. So to me, wherever there's anything interesting and how I concluded on the under and not to gross anyone out and, and you know when you competitively eat okay you have to expand your stomach and stretch mm. your stomach and joey chestnut because of his ankle leg injury tendon injury whatever weighed in at 238 which is nine pounds heavier than last year when he set the record at 229 mm -hmm. so when you have fat extra fat on your body it goes on your belly but it also goes in your belly, inside your belly, omentum and other things is a fat storage mm -hmm. area. So if you have, I'm not saying he's got nine pounds of extra fat inside his ab abdominal cavity, but even if he has one extra pound from the nine pounds or even half a pound mm -hmm. in his belly, in his abdominal cavity, it makes his stomach that less expandable because of external pressure. It's like blowing up a balloon in higher atmospheric pressure. It's harder to blow right. it up. And so half a pound or a pound, that's a lot of hot dogs. Yeah. And so that's why I was like easy <laughs> under there. Under there. Well, I bring that up just to also illustrate all the medical analysis that you go through and the factors that you take into consideration, even for something as silly as a hot dog eating contest. But you correctly predict this. So there's a lot of medical factors that go into all sorts of competitions, mm -hmm. not just hot yes. dog eating contests, but especially when we're going to talk football, it's all of these things into consideration that even like, I don't think about these things, but well, they really and, and, do and we, we were hesitant at sports injury central to even write about it and talk about it. Cause it's like, it's kind of silly. It's a hot dog eating right. contest, you know? Uh, but it did have medical relevance and it certainly did play out. And, um, you know, so, uh, some of my guys, so I told some of my friends about this, they literally <laughs> laughed at me. They were like, you're, you're, you're doing analysis on what, but, but I mean, <laughs> they didn't laugh when they cashed and exactly. their money's no green. One's laughing when you're at the bank cashing. And I'm the probably the only uh, one that doesn't props. bet it. Cause you know, it's not legal in California. So I play by the rules. Of I don't, course, I don't course. personally do any of it. But yeah, all but, our friends who are in. And All states over. where you can. Yes. Gotta let them know. All right. So today we're also going to talk about the six score, which is something you have for pro football talk. And it's something that's really useful for daily fantasy players and fantasy season long players because it is basically a score that indicates a player's health, which is super important um, in football season. So tell me about what goes into the six score, how you guys came up with it. Okay. So uh, Sports Injury Central. SICscore.com is the new website where we do multiple sports from 
competitive eating to WWE. But NBA, uh, you know, obviously NFL, Major League Baseball, hockey, etc. So Sports Injury Central score, six mm-hmm. score. So we arrived at sick because of Sports Injury Central score. And obviously the multiple meanings of sick, you know, mm-hmm. journalistic meeting and, and yes. uh, hopefully we, we, we hope to provide some value. So a sports injury central or sick score is our grade of a player's or team's health. Mm-hmm. The team's health on offense, the team's health on run offense, the team's health on run defense, and the team overall or a certain player. And it can be like we'll talk about today, a lot of, in the preseason injury preview, the six score will represent the season-long production. Uh, and as we get into the season, the six score will represent that week what mm-hmm. we're expecting out of a player. And really where I think it can be helpful is, you know, the old questionable, okay? Right. Questionable and, okay, sure, everyone can check their lineups and – 90 minutes before and figure some things out. But if someone is playing, how effective are they mm-hmm. going to be? Uh, I remember uh, last season, for example, we had a low six score on Mike Evans and he played mm-hmm. and he had one catch for two yards. He right. was a decoy. You remember yes. that, I'm sure. But that one catch was a touchdown. So people did, you know, get some <laughs> value out of him. And it's just uh, what we expect to do and it's not exact but a perfect score is 100 and there's probably nobody out there with a perfect score because you probably played football obviously in college so you've got some history of something (laughs) but if you're in the 90s you're pretty healthy and then there's no medical reason you can't reach your fantasy point projections sure that game i see now if you're at 50 Mm -hmm. then you're only expecting half the touches or the output, et cetera. Right. And one of the things we're going to do this year is not only is there a player six score, we're going to put up the player six score, let's say it's Saquon Barkley for the week, against the Dallas Cowboys run defense and factor in the Giants' O-line health. Interesting. Saquon Barkley's health. Uh That's going to be useful. And the Cowboys run defense health. And... As you look at that, then that gives you better ideas of, of who might have the week based on injuries. Now, injuries are only one factor, right? right? I get that. Yeah. It's an important factor, but it's only one factor. But we've shown throughout the season, like NBA this year, if there was a greater one team to another 10.6 scored team difference, mm-hmm. blindly taking away home field, this, that, the other, including we were 61%. Wow. Blindly. Uh, That's pretty incredible. Uh, Thirty-one, nineteen, and two, and, and that included games where, you know, in a seven-game series, you might have one team that's healthier than mm-hmm. the other, but very rarely is the healthier team sweeping. So there were games where, we're like, oh, this is a comeback game. The unhealthier team probably can win, mm-hmm. as we internally talked about it. But that sixty-one percent was just blindly using yes. that that six score. And for football, uh, it's been about fifty-nine percent. When there's a 10 point difference. That's, I mean, it's amazing. But when you think about it, especially in a sport like football, where players do get pretty beat up, it's just such a huge factor that goes into it. Well, one of the things we have is, you know, this field view. So you can see the lineup. And if you see all this red and yellow across the offensive line, <laughs> then you know good. it's not good. And right. so, for example, the most recent Super Bowl, 
we were saying, look, the Bengals, their offensive line, especially the right side, one look at the field view and you see there's a problem there and they're going up against some pretty stout defensive linemen there, Mm -hmm. right, Uh, with the Rams. But another good example of six score is uh, the tight ends for the Super Bowl. All along, we said that the that same injury, MCL injury, Tyler Higby for the Rams and C.J. Uzama for the Bengals. And we didn't think Tyler Higby would play, and we thought C.J. Uzama would play, even though they had the same injury. And, and here's what we do that's unique. It's not just me. We have five doctors on board now mm-hmm. that were all pro sports team physicians. And so we deal in insider knowledge, mm-hmm. not insider information. How we knew Tyler Higby wasn't going to play is, A, his backup is pretty good. B, he's been to a Super Bowl and played in a Super Bowl. He's trying to win a ring. And all Sean McVay has to do is say, buddy, we love you, but we're going to go get you a ring. You're not going to be active for this Mm -hmm. game, even though you're at 70% or something. C.J. Uzama, who is one of the longer vested veterans on the Bengals, been there three times as long as the new head coach, a veteran in the locker room, never played in the Super Bowl. This is the biggest game of my life. There's no way his young head coach is saying, you're not playing this game. But yet we had a very low six score for him mm-hmm. of 29, saying he's not going to do a lot. And he had two catches, 16 yards. It was a couple of early targets early, and that's it. So that's where six scores. And this is where you can get all this analysis at sixscore.com that can really help you. Not only in daily fantasy and season-long fantasy, but also. But Janet, I urge you and your and your listeners and and, and mm-hmm. viewers here, it's one factor for you to make your own better decisions. Right. Like for example, if you like Team A and they are now the healthier side, maybe you want to do two units. Now, yeah. if you liked Team B and they're the unhealthier side, maybe you hold off or only do half a unit. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just one factor in what it is and. One of the things that we like to do is we don't listen to reports. We don't listen to what a coach says, per se. We interpret what he says, and we look at the video. For example, for four weeks at the end of last season, the Ravens would open up as as five-and-a-half-point favorites, Mm -hmm. and John Harbaugh would be saying, Lamar Jackson looks good this week. We think he's going to practice. He's got a good shot to play. And we would say at six score, no, he's not. And that ankle bone bruise is not getting better this quickly. And then the line would shift to two and a half right. by the time the Friday announcement came. So obviously that that's a pretty big advantage. So, you know, a lot of times injury prone, that word kind of gets thrown around a lot. What does that mean to you? I don't love injury prone mm-hmm. as a descriptor. And okay. I think it's unfair to athletes. Mm-hmm. The only time I would um, apply injury prone is if the repetitive injuries are linked to each other mm-hmm. um, and they're somehow related and there's not a fix. I see. Borderline injury prone right now, and I still don't love this because I think he has an underlying problem, is Jacob deGrom. Mm-hmm. Last year, Jacob Bergeron, he said, look, I think ultimately he may need that onlocleidal ligament surgery. He's got forearm issues, elbow issues, shoulder issues, back issues, now scapula issues. That's all part of the connected kinetic chain of throwing. You might cross into injury prone because he keeps getting it, but there's an underlying reason. It's mm-hmm. not his fault. So even there, I don't love it. 
there are athletes that are prone to injury. Sure. Okay. Let's just take easy quarterbacks, for example. My guy, Philip Rivers, I worked for forever, mm-hmm. had this huge right. streak of not missed games. He got hurt. Of course, he tore his ACL. He did other things, and he played through. But he was a pocket guy that got rid of the ball. Mm-hmm. He didn't extend plays. If you really look at the quarterbacks that get injured, they're extending plays. Sure. Lamar Jackson hurt yep. his ankle extending plays. Dak Prescott extending plays. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, when he's gotten hurt, it's been extending plays. And so really, you could argue those guys are not injury prone, but certainly a mobile running quarterback who extends plays is more prone to injury because okay. of exposure. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't call them injury prone. It's like, I'm not likely to tear my ACL skiing because I'm doing a green or blue run with my kids. I'm not doing any moguls and I'm not <laughs> even skiing for eight hours. It's like an hour or two and I'm tired. But the the, the teenager that goes on bl- double yeah. black diamonds, they're not injury prone, but they're more prone so to injury. So the conditions make you more susceptible. Yeah. So, I, so there are like athletes that. that are prone to injury. And we talk about in six score, I think Dalvin Cook runs so hard. Mm-hmm that he is more prone to injury. But I would not call him injury prone. Right. So it's I think there's the a kind of style. There. The style, yes. So let's get into some of this sure. NFL action for the season coming up. We've got a lot of fantasy drafts probably coming up for a lot of people. So let's talk about, let's go through the quarterbacks, running backs, and some wide receivers, some that have dealt with injury. And um, first, I have a question. Tom Brady is back, Okay. He's getting up there in age, and his six score is 91. How does one get such a high six score with uh, the age being, what age, 40? 40, 40, 45 at five? least, I think. I don't know. I mean, you know, up there, obviously. Um, well, what a hidden story that, that we were, that I don't think people have talked about enough. I mean, he literally was going to take a, ownership management position with the Dolphins before the Brian Flores lawsuit. So that, that's an interesting turn of event. But we, by happenstance, had Rich Ornberger on our podcast, who's the former Patriot player that uh, lives in San Diego now, does radio, who broke the news on the Bruce Arians, okay. Tom Brady, you know, perhaps not totally getting along. And then the next week, uh, the news broke, and we had Ben Volan on, who broke the news on this whole Miami deal. Mm-hmm. And there's been no pushback, which means it probably was all true. Right? Yeah. Uh, but then he turns around and now plays again. The reason why he's 91 is a couple of things. No, it's not just the avocado ice cream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, and no he, tomatoes in his diet at all. I, I mean. It's a perfect uh, diet. I mean, look. Doesn't I, the guy have a cheat day? Dr. Look, Chow, do you have a cheat day? Do I, when do I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the non-cheat day <laughs> that, that I have, all right? I mean, it's you got to count them the other way. Uh, but, you know, when, when Tom is on his yacht in Italy or wherever he is, and, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, let, let's, you know, uh, I talked to, I won't say his name because I don't have permission, but complete workout freak and, and whatever. And Oh, remember the, remember, uh, forget the name of the player. Uh, but when Chip Kelly was with the Eagles and sports science and you get this type of protein shake and you get this type mm-hmm. of shake and this is all this and it's all great. But let me tell you something. I have it on fact and it was in the papers once 
I forget the name of the paper, the player. This is yeah. After the game, I went to Pat's or Gino's for for a cheesesteak. I mean, I mean, so you can have all the sports science you want, but look, no, Tom Brady's ninety one for this reason. Number one, he's been durable. He's played through injury, except for that ACL, mm-hmm. uh, obviously the MCL. But here's the thing: he no longer runs as part of the offense. He runs out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Third and one, okay, let me go get that. That quarterback sneak, let me go get that. When it's first and 10, he's not doing anything. He's throwing the ball away and getting rid of yeah. the ball. So that keeps him healthier. But we are knocking him because, you know, a baseline young guy like a Justin Fields is like at 96 or seven. Mm-hmm. So we are knocking him to 91 for age. Sure. But it's Tom Brady. He's still in the 90s. And so he's I still in the I read that he hasn't game. missed a game due to injury in some crazy, like, 14 years, something like that. I don't crazy. know. Well, I think it was in the middle of the 2000s that he tore his ACL. And remember, uh, um, his backup came in, Matt mm-hmm. um, Castle. Castle. Yeah. And and let me tell you something. I'm not a Brady hater, but, but l- let me tell you, um, I respect Brady and obviously Belichick, but few people know. You know what the Patriots record? Tom Brady tore his ACL the first game that season. You know what the Patriots record was that year with Matt Castle? I do not. 11 and 5. Okay. Now they didn't make the playoffs at 11 and 5. But that's how Matt Castle got paid because yeah. he was 11 and 5 that year. Dr. Chow, Patriots. you're talking to a Jets fan right now. I just just want you to okay. know that. Well. <laughs> but yeah, so Tom Brady obviously is somebody who generally keeps himself pretty healthy. But let's talk about a guy who has had some significant injuries more recently, and that's Dak Prescott. Now, his sixth score on your website is at 93. Um, All I can see in my head is that gruesome injury from two seasons ago, and it just makes me nervous for him every time he runs out of the pocket. Well, there's a classic extending plays, right? And that's how he got hurt. And Dak Prescott is a beast he's been our beast of the week on our podcast before and i'm sure he will again if you go back and look at that gruesome video we have it at six score or the youtube channel somewhere or you google it you'll find it his knee is facing north and his foot is facing due east right nine mm-hmm. degrees off and what does he do he calmly sits up picks up his leg you watch the video oh. slams his ankle on the ground <gasps> to straighten it Google the video now if you want. No. And then the ankle still falls out a little bit. And then he waves to the trainers and doctors oh to come Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> he's a beast. Just a beast. So what do you expect from him Well, the reason why he's 93 that? is that... But that's pretty good, considering. pretty good. Uh, uh, a, because he's still going to put himself in a position for injury and run. He might have lost a quarter of a step due to residual on the ankle. So that makes him a little bit lower. And, of course, last year's shoulder lat issue mm-hmm. was because early season he couldn't step into throws. Okay. And Right, the shoulder. The shoulder mm-hmm. that he had early season. And then, of course, he had a calf issue. Um, hard to say if it was directly related or not. So uh, uh, that's why he's at 93. He exposes himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and he gets knocked a little bit for his now healthy ankle, but perhaps not 100%. Uh, one of the other injuries last season, Jameis Winston was having a great season and then tore his ACL. What does a timetable on that look like? And what would an eventual return look like? 
What well, do you see from him coming up? Well, not all ACLs are the same. Right. Right? It's ACL plus what? I'll get that gets reported as mm-hmm. ACL, but plus what is very important. He did have an MCL as well. We think, look, the 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 standard bearer for quarterback ACLs is Philip Rivers. Right. right. But you got him back really a lot faster. Well, Philip got than himself normal. back. I mean, we you know, look, <laughs> look, I always say uh, you need three things to happen to return. Okay, you need three things to make a to make a field goal. You need the snap, the hold, and the kick. You need three things to go well for a surgery for a player to come back. You need an injury that's amenable to fixing. Because mm-hmm. if you really do some damage that can't be fixed, there's nothing you can do. So I'll call that the snap. Okay. The hold is the surgery. Okay. Like if it's a if you don't have a good surgery, you can't make the kick. You you can't don't have a good hold, you can't make the kick. But the the kick is the rehab, and that's mm-hmm. the patient. He's got to do this. All three take have a little to. credit, though. You uh, didn't. Yeah. Well, he returned to play uh, at a hundred days. He was at minicamp. Wow, full go. That's incredible. And he actually had a career high uh, a quarterback rating that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the players even said he was more mobile after the ACL. I don't Did take credit. Did you give him a bionic leg? Uh, well, <laughs> Philip, I love you, but. I mean, the joke around the locker room was Philip was, you know, running in, in construction boots, you know, <laughs> but because he worked so hard yeah. on his lower body, mm-hmm. he actually became a little more mobile. But, you know, when your baseline's here, to get it to here is good. Now, if your baseline's here, it's hard to get it up. But his running baseline was about here. So, yeah, it was better, but it wasn't like he was, uh, you know, Michael Vick or by any stretch of the imagination. That being said, with Jameis Winston, looking at the way kind of he plays, I guess, is there concern there for him and the playing style and if he will be? Our team has his six score at 81 right okay. now. So if he were projected to throw for 4,000 yards, 81% of that, 3,200, something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Um, his mobility if we had put a mobility score on him, it would be a lot lower. Mm-hmm. It might be in the 50s. The reason he's as high as 81 is throwing, his throwing should be okay. Mm-hmm. It's mobility that will be affected. So I guess you could argue in terms of uh, his running ability might only be 40-something uh, of his norm. Mm-hmm. But it's the combination that we ended up 81. But we'll look at it again, especially in preseason. Sure. And see what he does. And we may, exactly, adjust, a lot. may adjust that. But right now, there is an asterisk that he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bring up Justin Fields next because he is someone who a lot of fantasy owners are going to be targeting because he is going to be in a new offensive system where it should be more conducive to him playing better. Um, however, does you mentioned just quarterbacks who are running all around could be more susceptible to those injuries. Um, What do you think his sixth score, you guys gave him a 96 though, which is really good. What is, well, he's young and healthy, right? Right. And uh, yeah, he's got a few minor things from, from the previous season that shouldn't come into play, but he's young and healthy and fast. But of course, if you get hit, I mean, think of it this way, the getting hurt, is some bad luck, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of factors. Um, if you if you uh, throw a left hook from your heels, you're open to a counter punch. If you're playing hard and getting that mm-hmm. extra yard, you're open to getting injured on a hit. And uh, you know it's playing style, 
But we give him a high score right now because he's healthy right now. Okay. But, but, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, let's talk running backs now. And a fantasy favorite was Christian McCaffrey. Might be former favorite. Former <laughs> favorite. He gets hurt. You're exactly if, right. If, if the people who had him the last two years are now saying former favorite. <laughs> yeah, he had a dominant start to his career and then um, suffered injury. He's had a lot of injuries over the years. So what do you see from him moving forward for this season? Will he get back to that level? There's no reason he shouldn't. Now, mm-hmm. he's a guy that has some people have started to apply injury prone. He mm-hmm. has had a lot of injuries the last two seasons. Um, but, you know, were they really related and linked to each other? Two years ago, I believe it was a high ankle. Yeah, and then high he ankle. Ca- he came back with a shoulder. Shoulder sprain, uh, thigh strain, hamstring strain, ankle sprain. Yeah. So and, and a little bit. They've been all over. But mm-hmm. you look at his history previous to the two years, he's been a workhorse in mm-hmm. college and in the NFL before. So it's hard to say that he's injury prone. We have him in the 90s because there's no reason mm-hmm. that for him to have any carryover health issues. Okay. So he's starting the season certainly healthy. Now, I know the people who got burned by him two years are going to say, uh-uh, I'm not, not touching again. him. But there's no reason he's not healthy this year. Right. Okay. Well, how about the two-headed monster for the Ravens? I'm talking about J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Now, you guys gave J.K. Dobbins a six score of 47 and Gus Edwards just 61. So these are the lowest scores that we've talked about so far. Uh, both coming back from ACL injuries. One's, what a, one's s- an Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. What are the limitations um, for them, do you see? Well, the J.K. Do- we were early on the J.K. Dobbins news, mm-hmm. and since we said 47, uh, A, Ravens.com actually quoted six score. There you go. <laughs> and saying uh, because it was more than just an ACL involved LCL. And then John Harbaugh has now subsequently hinted that Dobbins may not be there for the start of the season, Mm -hmm. right? And so his sixth score in the 40s is indicative that he's likely going to start on PUP, miss the first six weeks, and he's only going to play a little under half the season. And so uh, I would not expect a lot out of J.K. Dobbins this year. And Gus Edwards is going to take a little more time to get Mm -hmm. into it, and that's why he's in the 61. So – and and that's probably and the Ravens know this. That's why they drafted a running back. Mm-hmm. Good point. Let's talk about Saquon Barkley. So interesting though, because it seemed like last year, we people were expecting him to kind of be at the form he was to the season before he got hurt, and he, he admitted that he was still kind of recovering well, from that injury. Well, I think you're right. People were drinking the Adrian Peterson Kool-Aid, right? Because, yes. oh, Adrian Peterson did it. He should be able to do this, and he's great in the whole deal. But if you looked at Pro Football Doc or SixScore.com, you would have seen our preseason injury preview last year panned him, mm-hmm. saying that I believe his injury score was in the 60s last year. Uh, we did not think he would have a good first half of the season. We thought he would round into form the second half of the season. And admittedly, uh, he had an ankle injury on top mm-hmm. of it later on. But he obviously had a down year. Mm-hmm. But we expect a good year this year. He's in the 90s yes. as well. He's a lot. He's someone who personally I'm kind of looking at for, for my di- for my fantasy because I, it's hard. He's so, he was last, so good. It's hard to year, imagine. Last year. 
was my second year ever playing fantasy. Okay. I don't really, I, I was fortunate enough. How did you do? Okay. Scott, Scott Fish, I did Scott Fish Bowl 11, mm-hmm. 10, and then 11. So tell us about, I actually, it's purely <laughs> beginner's luck. I won the league both years. Got, oh, wow. got a first round bye, but then got slaughtered in my first play. <laughs> so you can call me Marty Schottenheimer. <laughs> no, no. I, I love Coach Marty. God yeah. rest his soul. I mean, he coached for the Chargers. Love him. But in, in any case, um, the first year for fun, the people are looking at me saying, you're crazy. Like, he's going no running backs. I wasn't trying to go no running backs. It's just every time I was about to take one, they took him. And I go, okay, that guy is in value. And I kept going. And last year, I went no wide receivers, it seemed like. Is no, no. Uh, last year, I went no quarterbacks by Is this by your luck. strategy or just, no, just by I, accident? It just, no, it's, I'm a beginner. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, I don't see value there. We'll get them in the next round, and then they'd be okay. gone. So last year, we went no quarterbacks. And last year, so anyone who thinks I have an advantage – I drafted Michael Thomas last year because this was ahead of the news of his ankle. And so So even even I didn't know. Okay, But but Saquon, we knew. I think we were drafting sixth or seventh. And I was like, please don't fall to me. Please don't Uh fall to me. I don't want to take him. Please don't fall to me. And thankfully, he didn't. Mm-hmm. But Saquon's not a guy I would have taken last year. This year, yeah. I would if he fell to me. Is that just a byproduct of coming back from an ACL and the different recovery times for each individual player? And... Yeah, and it's also biology. You mm-hmm. can say I'm a quick healer, but it's hard to speed up biology. And, yeah. And there's no question, you know, Adrian Peterson is an outlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we just had reported a soccer player returned at four and a half months. I've had a soccer player, Shannon McMillan. She lives here locally in San Diego. Uh, If you Google her, 2002 Women's World Cup, three months after her ACL, she played in a friendly. Four months after the ACL, she played in a World Cup game. Oh, my goodness. So they're they're out there. The freak recoveries are out there. That's wild. Okay, how about Dalvin Cook? He's 91, but why would his uh, style of play make him, I guess... I, I'm not going to say injury prone because I know that's the wrong word, but maybe more susceptible. He is his higher injury risk. He runs hard. Yes. He doesn't give up yards. No. He runs he's hard. And that's what makes him great. Right. But if you look at it, he's been good playing through injuries. Of course, he had the down year coming off ACL. Then he had a good year. But then, he, you know, the shoulder, the mm-hmm. SC joint, this, that, the other, the ankle from running hard. And that's where there's a little bit of caution there. Uh, and, you know, is he still going to be a three down back? Not sure. You got a new, maybe he's going to do even better now with the new head coach. Uh, but uh, we'll see. But six scores 91 because of the way mm-hmm. he runs. Sure. All right. Let's move along to wide receivers. And Dr. Chat, we've got to break down, first of all, Debo Samuel, because after last year's breakout season, it did seem towards the end of the season he got a little bit banged up. But he's got a six score of 94. So things are looking up for Debo Samuel. Even I don't really know if he's happy where he is in San Francisco, but at least he's healthy. Yeah. Well, I I learned this about hard running and running and this is why he wants to be wide receiver not running back right mm-hmm. uh, this this will show you how old i am you, you remember natron means Mm-mm. natron means was a pretty tough running back for the chargers back in the day okay and this is how old i am when i first started natron means in the nfl natron means was our running back and he was tough bowling ball guy he was quick fast but he also would run people over 
And every Monday morning, I'd see him. And the guy could barely walk. He was so stiff and sore. Oh, my goodness. And, and here's what happens. When you're a running back and you carry the ball 20 times, mm-hmm. okay, maybe you step out of bounds twice. You're hit 18 times. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe more because you right. might get two shots 18 times by eight different players. Yeah. Okay. So Doesn't you're absorbing mm-hmm. 18 blows or more from eight different players. So the guy who delivers the blow can be sore too, but he only got two shots on you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so running backs tough. And so if you're going to survive in the running back game, like LT did, like Barry Sanders, like Emmett Smith, like Walter Payton, mm-hmm. when you're about to get crushed, you got to switch into a final gear and get down or yeah. avoid the big head on blow, sure. slip that counter punch, mm-hmm. not get hit square. And Debo Samuel probably doesn't want to be running back because he's like, uh, I don't want to. Well, it makes sense after you explained all yeah. that, um, why he doesn't want to be in that position, especially for the longevity of his career. And that's something that he has to take into account with that. Let's talk Michael Gallup. Um, he's got a six score of 53. He tore his ACL week 17 of 2021 season. Probably not ready to start the season. When do you think some an injury like that, will we see him on the field? And if so, what level will he be at? Will it be a situation like a Saquon Barkley who's, you know, wasn't well, quite there I mean, the season after an ACL? If you're drafting for season-long fantasy, the 53 tells you everything you need to know. So if you're Steer expecting Claire? Michael Gallup, well, okay, uh, there, there, there's no uh, um, uh, Amari Cooper anymore, mm-hmm. so he's going to be a rung up. Uh, well, they did draft a wide receiver, but also you got to understand if you were projecting to get a thousand yards this year, maybe in the scheme he would. We're looking at 530 because mm-hmm. I think he's going to start the season on PUP six weeks. He's going to have to roll into it. It's not going to be a top year for him. Now, he's draftable. It's a matter of when. Now, if your right. strategy is I'll have him stashed for the later part of the season, okay, maybe. Uh, but yeah, not expecting a lot season long. Okay. How about uh, Saints Michael Thomas, the guy? You drafted on your fantasy team last year. He's got a score of 59 on sixscore.com. Last year, like, you know, I expected his high ankle to heal in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And we drafted him. And literally 20 minutes later, it's got, the news came out from Ian Rappaport that he had a, a oh, late man. surgery and whatever. So, <laughs> so for those who say I have an unfair advantage, first of all, we publish everything. We don't hold anything back. But Michael Thomas, here's the problem. Uh, a lot of guys like to post off-season video and michael mm-hmm. thomas is one of them and the video he posted ahead of his mini camp i was like he doesn't look that good and um so what we wrote at sports injury central um looking doing our analysis and in, in consultation with the team of doctors is that when injuries leak from one season to the next that's not so good he's had two surgeries he's still not there if it was and i think the video we saw was in april if in april he's not there is he really going to be there come September, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. So we panned him with a bad low six score of 59, and he did not participate in the minicamp. Mm-hmm. He has not been medically cleared yet. And we even saw a video last week where uh, I think he's still favoring that left side quite a bit. And so our take from even two months ago is that when Michael Thomas got hurt a couple years ago, he was certainly a top three receiver on the league. But at this point, he might be the third receiver on his own team. Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. Chris Olave, and Michael Thomas. 
So we'll see, but we're not high on Michael Thomas. All right. So great look and great insight into all of those players. Of course, I know you guys will be monitoring things. And they'll change. And things will change. And these these are season projection Mm -hmm. six scores. When we get to week one, we'll have new set of six scores of where they're at. For example, uh, uh, you know, as a player gets better or gets hurt. And, you know, this way, questionable in playing, Yes. Hopefully it's a way for you to figure that out uh, and, and for props, Yeah, you know. And right now we don't have a ton of information or you guys don't have a ton of information, but that will slowly be coming I'll, I'll out give you training a camp. Or maybe our, you got our, a- our season long data uh-huh. for picks and other things and with the six score stuff is 59% when it's greater than 10%, 10, 10 point difference. But early season, we're even better. Oh, wow. And the reason why is because... Okay, remember the year that the 49ers were beat up? Well, the first week the 49ers were beat up, our stuff was very actionable. Mm -hmm. But they were beat up for about six straight Mm -hmm. weeks. By about that third and fourth week, everyone in the league knew. Yeah, everyone in the world knew that they were beat up injury wise. But our our sixth score hadn't changed, so it becomes less. So so deltas, the change in the sixth score is what's most important. In early season, our numbers are actually even better than that 59%. And that's why you've got to go check out sixscore.com. We'll also be having them on the LineStar app as well because they're just such useful information for us. And you can follow Dr. David Chow at ProFootballDoc. You can also see him just about everywhere. You're the fantasy, uh, the FanDuel injury expert on SiriusXM, uh, Fox Sports Radio. So he's all over the place. So we certainly appreciate you taking the time to come visit us here at LineStar and give us all your insight. And we certainly look forward to more of your insight as the season comes up and we Get rolling. Football season right around the corner. Oh, it's here. Are you right excited? Now. I am. Uh, you know, my wife might not be. But yeah, Are I you going to partake in the fantasy drafting experience once again? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to do Scott Fishbowl 12 again. And okay. now that I've talked about two league wins, I, I know I'm doomed for last place <laughs> at this point in time. I mean, so I've gotten by accident, no running backs, and then no quarterbacks. So probably no wide receivers is next. <laughs> and it's not no, it's just drafting them. I don't know. Who knows? I, I have no method to my madness. But it's not just football that you have all the insight to, golf. Uh, we just talked about at the top of the show, hot dog eating. So yeah, I mean, it's some great insight um, to, for all sports, not just football. Um, today we focused on football, but we'll we'll have you on again. You'll have to talk about some other stuff coming up because we have – I mean, I mean, San, San Diego here, you know, got to talk about Padres. Manny Machado still isn't 100 percent. OK, they, I mean, uh, that's why they they subbed him out and that blowout loss. And he can't seem to hit the outside pitch right now because he can't step into it with mm-hmm. that left ankle, although he's playing oh. third base. And and Tatis from since the beginning of the season, we said if he could come back right after all star break, that would be great news. Tatis is my son's favorite player. He also likes Machado, but maybe he's where the my jinx. co-host Tyler, he's going to be bummed. But right now they're saying late July, maybe early August for which Tatis, could be, which is right. This in is time. why I said originally they said three months from March 7th. So June 7th, I said, that's not realistic after all star break. If he were 100% right after All-Star break, that is a great result. You should take that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he'll be a little bit behind that. So we'll see. Dr. Chow, awesome insight. Thanks so much for joining us. You can follow him once again at ProFootballDoc and go to SixScore.com. And you can check out our stuff for if you're getting ready for your fantasy drafts at LineStarApp.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next time.